Hey mama, I want to invite you to something. I am hosting a free anger management bootcamp on the podcast, May 13th through the 17th. Monday through Friday, there will be a new episode released teaching you where anger comes from and what goes on in your brain when you feel intense feelings, how to lower your stress and increase capacity levels as a mom, how to shift your mindset to align your actions with the mom that you want to be, and how to break generational anger patterns. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a day and sign up using the link in the show notes so you can get access to the episodes as soon as they drop and an email summary of the daily trainings, as well as access to a live Q&A call on the last day of the bootcamp. Invite one or three of your mama friends so they can learn how to manage their emotions well too. Link to sign up is in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in there. Let's get back into this podcast episode. So the other day I woke up in the morning and I was getting my coffee ready and I opened my phone and I see that I received this voice message from a past client, Brittany. I will actually link her podcast interview in the show notes. You can scroll down and listen to that interview. But I received the message from her, which was kind of unexpected, and she shared a massive win with me. And I am going to play this message for you in this podcast episode. And I want you to take a listen because she's the one that came into my program because she's been struggling with generational anger, anger that's been passed down from her grandma to her dad to her. She would describe herself as reactive, loud, angry, and just even aggressive at times with her children. And so there was some tension between her and her kids. Her kids would even lie sometimes because they would feel scared of her angry reactions. And she shared this win with me and I'm just so, so happy. And I want you to take a listen to this win before we get into the episode. I just really wanted to share this amazing win that I had today. And it's solely because of your course. 100%, absolutely, no doubt in my mind, my response was due to what I learned this last fall. I was up in my bedroom, I believe, and it's been a crazy couple weeks, so we still have a few Christmas decorations up in the house. We're trying to get down. And my daughters come up and they say, Mom, we were trying to help and we're really sorry. And I said, okay, what's going on? And they said, we accidentally bumped two of the wise men together when we were putting away your nativity. And I said, okay, I'll come down and look at it. Don't worry about it. Now, my nativity set is something that is so, so special to me because I grew up setting up my mom's nativity set and it's an old Costco set that she had. And I had been looking for one for years and couldn't find one. I wanted that exact same nativity set for my home. I grew up setting it up. That was my job on Christmas or when we got out Christmas decorations right after Thanksgiving. It was my job to set that up every single year. And... I wanted that same nativity set. And several years ago, my parents found one on eBay. So the girls know how special it is. They know grandma has the same one that I have. 
And as they've gotten older, we've started rotating through who gets to set it up. And I have two of them set it up together. So they were trying to be helpful and put it away. Not something I even asked them to do. And they said, we accidentally banged two of the wise men together and one of his arms broke. And I was like, okay, so I'll super glue it back together. So right now his hand is laying on the ground. You know, he it's just taking a rest. It's useless, not holding the present. And they kind of chuckled a little bit. But last year had this happened, I would have raged. I would have blown up. I would have been furious and so upset. And I would have made them feel horrible for breaking something that is so, so special to me and means so much to me. But today I was like, okay, so my nativity set, it's a little busted. Okay, so it's a little bit, it's it's porcelain. It's going to break. I can super glue it back together. And if I can't, then I guess we'll just face him a different way. My response, rather than reaction, still surprised the hell out of me. I'm sitting here tonight looking at the nativity box that's waiting to be put away until the final wise man gets put into it. And I'm just thinking, God is so good. And I am so thankful for you and so thankful for everything that I learned this last fall. And I know we don't have one-on-one coaching or anything like that anymore, but I just once again had to share how thankful I am for everything that I learned this last fall and how life-changing your course was for me and is continuing to be for me. I hope that other women are signing up or are interested. Just keep doing what God is leading you to because you are changing lives for generations to come by offering your course and by teaching other women to let go of the anger to work through it, that it's okay, but to work through it and respond rather than react. After listening to that message, I felt so happy. I literally started to tear up. I felt so happy. I felt so proud of her because she showed up. She did the hard work. And one of the phrases that she said, I did the work and I'm doing the work so my kids don't have to. And anger can get passed on from generation to generation. That doesn't mean that it will for sure, but your kids They mimic everything you say and do. They repeat a lot of the patterns. And it's very common for anger to get passed on because your children learn from you. How often do our kids say phrases and do things that we're doing? And we will be like, oh, don't do that. They're like, well, you do it. And my kids have done that. They would repeat phrases that I'm saying, and sometimes they're not the ones that I want them to repeat. And so being intentional with your words and actions, that is your responsibility. When you stand in front of the Lord at the end of your life, you are going to be responsible for what you said and did. You will be responsible for your thoughts, for your words, and for your actions. You're not in control what thoughts creep in and what thoughts come, but you are in control what you do with those thoughts. If you dwell on them, if you think more of them, and your thoughts lead to your feelings and your feelings lead to your actions. And so my friend, if this is something that you're struggling with, if this is something you truly want support in and you're actually ready to take the next step and you're actually ready to work on yourself, you're actually in that place 
where you feel angry and reactive all the time and you don't want your kids to remember you like that. You want your kids to remember you as peaceful and calm and that you created the atmosphere of your home of peace and calm. Then this is your time. This is your time to take the next step. I am ready here when you are ready. And if you are ready to take the next step, the link is in the show notes to book a call with me. In today's episode, I want to share with you the three steps that you need to take if you want to start making positive changes in your life. Oftentimes, we have this maybe ideal version of who we want to be, and we think we're doing the right things and we're not seeing changes. So today, I'm going to talk about three things that you need to do to start making changes in your life, positive, sustainable changes. So step one That is awareness. Step one is awareness. It is recognizing that you have a problem in a specific area of your life and that you need to do something about it. You can't change if you don't see that you have a problem. For example, you're not going to come to Christ and ask for forgiveness if you don't think you have a problem, right? And so learning about Jesus and learning about his love for us and what he did for us is going to open your eyes to awareness that you are a sinner and you need to do something about it. For example, being aware that you are overweight and it's impacting all areas of your life and being aware that it's causing health problems and that it's an issue, it is awareness is step one. Or for example, finances, being aware that you're poor, (laughs) you're poor with money management or whatever it is, and you need to make a change or being aware that your anger is an issue, that it is a problem in your life that is ongoing, that has not been resolved with your own efforts and that you need to do something about it. So step one is awareness. You realize you have a problem that is affecting you negatively and you understand the consequences of that and you realize you need to make some changes. All right. Number two is educating yourself on that topic, gathering information, learning what you can do to start making positive changes, what you need to do, when you need to do it, how you need to do it. You're just collecting information and you're learning more and more about that. It could be just research through the internet. It could be listening to podcasts, reading books. You're just soaking in the information that you would need to start making changes, let's say to lose weight. And you're just listening to a ton of podcasts about it, or even let's say anger, right? You're learning about anger, how to manage it, all the mindset shifts. So step two is gathering information and educating yourself on this topic. And step three is implementation. You're actually taking action on what you learned and you're actually doing something about it. My friend, you're not going to see changes in step one and step two. If you want to see transformation, you need to take action in your life. Yes, it's important to pray for God to support you on this journey of weight loss or anger management. And if you're not doing anything different, you're going to get the same results. So you need to take action on what you are learning and taking the steps in the right direction. And what I've learned is that support is crucial to get sustainable changes. One of the things that I learned about was that less than half a percent of people that read a book on a specific topic, let's say anger management, less than half a percent 
actually implement the tools that they learned in their life. Less than half a percent. And then when it comes to passive courses, only about 2% of the people that buy a passive course where you don't get any support, you just buy the course on its own, listen to the whole course or read whatever it's in, whatever is in it and actually take action and implement on it. Only 2% of people actually do that. But when you have accountability and support via coaching program, what do you think the success rate goes up to? When you are invested in a high ticket offer where you have accountability and support, where you have to show up and answer to your coach regularly, where your coach checks in with you regularly, where you have weekly calls and accountability, what do you think the percentage goes up to? Studies show that it goes up to 95%. Your rate of success increases up to 95% if you have support and accountability. Isn't that crazy? It's mind-blowing. It really, really is. And I can definitely tell you, based on my own experience, that when I have weekly coaching calls with a coach, I actually do the homework. I actually show up. I've invested in courses and I've invested in coaching programs where I had to show up weekly to weekly coaching calls. And I'll tell you what, where I saw the transformation is where I showed up, where I invested a high ticket offer and where I had weekly coaching calls. The last one was this fall, the course that I did by Tessa, Mommy Mindset Course. I've mentioned it here many times before. It's all about mindset and motherhood. I will link it in the show notes so you can check it out because it's truly, really a transformational course if you do the work. And I know that I went through that course once and I said, okay. And I had weekly calls with Tessa because she was doing a live round and I was doing the homework every single week and I was showing up and I thought to myself, man, this was so amazing. I'm going to go back and work on it and continue to go over the content like I did before so I can sink it in like deeper and implement it even more. Do you think I did that? Do you really think I did that? I opened the workbook once. That's it. And I haven't went back to it. And I want to. I have really good intentions. I really want to go back to it because it's that good. It's so good. And by the way, the course is so good that I even added it as a gift to you if you sign up and work with me in my coaching container. At the end of you graduating my coaching program, I gift you this course because I think it's it's that good. Like for real, it's that good. And I just know that for myself, and most of us humans, in order for us to show up and do the work, we need the support and accountability. And in my coaching program, you have Monday through Friday access to me. And I actually reach out to you at least three times a week asking you how you're doing, if you're doing the homework, if you're implementing the things that we talked about on the coaching calls. I do. I do because I want that support and accountability. You actually take pictures of your homework assignments and send them on a boxer as a message to me. Why? Because that's how I keep you accountable, that you're doing the work. You're not just passively in the course and get to it whenever you get to it. You're taking action on it. So my friend, if you are ready to take the next step, if you're ready to go from step two to step three to implementation, this course is for you. My friend, 
There's a difference between just gathering information and taking action. You see the changes in your life when you take action on the things that you're learning. If you're sick and tired of feeling reactive with your family, if your family's scared of your anger, maybe your kids don't want to be around you. Maybe your husband doesn't like to be around you. If you're negative all the time, if your family members are walking in eggshells around you, And you notice how it's just bleeding into your relationships with your kids. And there's this constant tension. You don't want to be around them. They don't want to be around you. And you recognize that it's a problem. And you want to do something about it. My friend, I'm inviting you to book a call with me. Let's chat. Let's have a conversation. If my program is the right next thing for you. And if it is, then I would love for you to join. And I would feel so honored. For you to be part of this. My friend, I love you and I would love to work with you. Right now, I want to share with you one of my favorite Amazon products. So one thing about me is that I like to write with a really fine pen, like really fine pen. And I finally found a pen on Amazon that I really like. It's super extra fine, like 0.3 fine. And so I linked it in the show notes for you. If you like fine pens, you're going to love this one. I really like it. And you can even order just a replacement um, ink for it as well, which I've done. Anyways, it's one of my favorites. Go check it out. And I also have my Amazon store linked in the show notes as well. If you want to look at other products that I love and enjoy and use on a regular basis. My friend, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here week after week. I am so, so grateful for you. And until next time. Hi, friend. Did you learn something new or found value in this episode? If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with one Christian mama friend who has young kiddos and could benefit from this message? Word of mouth is the best way to spread the word and grow this podcast. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, would you please rate and review on Apple Podcasts so I know that this content is helpful and I can continue to create more episodes. This is really the only way for me to know that you are blessed by this podcast. I'll see you soon, my friend. God bless you.